going to get right into the Word of God again this morning. Amen. It's so good to see everybody in the house of God and everybody has been studying hard and you've got all this stuff down pat inside of you and and so y'all could teach me this morning. I mean, amen. And so last week you guys was talking about, amen, he that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. And I listened to that tape and uh, I was kind of like, whoa. But anyhow, it was fun and uh, to hear what was said. Amen. So some of you will go after the money, huh? Amen. Say amen, praise God. But we're we're we are trying to grow. That's the thing. Amen. Is this be attitudes is 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 God wants our attitude to reflect him uh and what we do. Amen. And that's the important thing is God is trying to adjust our attitude through these Beatitudes. And as I told you before, when you read Matthew, it's not just these, the Beatitudes don't just cover just these eight things. But you're going to have to read chapters 5, 6, and 7 uh, to begin to grow in the things of God. And this is what God desires more is that we move on, as the scripture tells us, to perfection. Amen. We can become perfect. We can become complete in Christ. And this is what he desires in every one of us. Amen. And we notice we started out, we got to have a spirit of humility. And when you're humble, the Bible says he will exalt you. God will begin to lift you up. He will begin to carry you to those places that he wants you to be. The Bible says in Psalms 119 verse 18, Open thou my eyes that I may behold the wonders in thy law. There's so many things in the Word of God that, uh, you know, in my 30-something years serving for God, I, I'm surprised every new year that I pick up something different. You know, I can read one scripture and I can begin to see it this year and the next year it comes around and I get a whole different thought process out of it because the Word of God is living. The Bible says that the Word of God is quick and is powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the divides of under of soul and spirit, and joint and mires the discerner of the thoughts and intents of our heart. God knows what we have need of every moment, and so the Word of God is designed to help us. So we, you hunger and thirst up the righteousness. You learn, you want to do right, you're going to grow. Amen. Because God is a God of righteousness, and we know that the righteousness is the white linen of the saints of God. And we're going to stand before God. We've got to be right. There's going to be no error coming in. Amen. So we have to prepare ourselves. Amen. And so from our Wednesday night discipleship to our Sunday morning discipleship, we're trying to grow in the Lord is all we're trying to do. So today we're going to hit point number five as quickly as we can. Amen. Blessed are the merciful... For they shall obtain mercy. Amen. Matthew chapter 5. Amen. Verse number 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Amen. Mercy, mercy, mercy. When we think of mercifulness, we're thinking about compassion. Compassion, compassion. Is, is keep that in your mind. We, we've got to have a heart of compassion. You know, we can't ever forget where we come from, where God has brought us from. 
Amen. We need to realize that once we become children of God, we look back and says, yes, I was this and I was that. But the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all things become new. Amen. So we are now, we are to imitate, amen, God, and the best way we can imitate God is through showing mercy, amen. And nothing does God delight more than in exercising mercy. And the Lord in Exodus 34, verse 6 and 7, if you have your Bibles there, Exodus 34, verse 6 and 7, the Bible says, And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sins, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the father upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and the fourth generation. Notice what it says there. The Lord, amen, the merciful and gracious and long-suffering and abundant and goodness and true. Amen. Keeping mercy for thousands. Amen. You can't get away from His mercy. It endures forever. Psalms 136 starts out, The whole give thanks unto the Lord, for He's good, for His mercy endureth forever. Give thanks to the God of God, for His mercy endureth forever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords, for His mercy endureth forever. To Him that created all things, for His mercy endureth forever. It keeps going on and on and on and on. But if we look at Psalms 36, and you get down closest to the last of the... Uh, you know, He talks all these things about how God delivered the children of Israel because His mercy endured forever. He departed the Red Sea because His mercy endured forever. He smote great kings and famous kings because His mercy endured forever. Ever. He took their land and gave it to them for an inheritance because of his mercy and do it forever. And then he looked way down through the years and he thinks of you and me. And he says, Amen. Because his mercy and do it forever. Think about it. Amen. Who remembers us in our Lord's estate because of his mercy and do it forever. Who gives food to all flesh. Because His mercy and do it forever. Because <laughs> His mercy and do it forever. <laughs> Amen. Hopefully everybody got that. Sorry about that. Because His mercy and do it forever. Amen. Think about that. And then he says, oh, give thanks to the God of gods because heaven, because his mercy, and do it forever. Amen. And so we got to realize here, God, amen, he's merciful. And if we're children of God, we've got to be merciful as he is. The same attitude, the same way. Amen. We've got to treat people with kindness and forgiveness here. And not cruel or being harsh in any way. We've got to show mercy, give relief from suffering. Amen. If we show mercy, we shall reap mercy. And God is a God of compassion. 
Solomon says in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 18 through verse 32, And I said, my strength, Lamentations 3, Proverbs, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, okay? Lamentations is stuck in there between Jeremiah and Ezekiel, amen? <clears throat> and I said, my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Remembering mine afflictions and my misery and wormwood and gall, my soul hath them still and remembers and is humbled in me. This I recall to my you recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because what? His compassions fail not. Amen. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore would I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him. To the soul that seek him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his use. He sit it alone and keep it silence because he abhorred it upon him. He put it his mouth in the dust. It is so be there may be hope. He giveth his cheeks to him that smite him. He is filled full with reproach, for the Lord will not cast off forever, but though he causes grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. Amen. You've got to get into the habit of being compassionate. You've got to get in the habit of being merciful. If you want to receive mercy from God, you've got to learn how to give mercy. Amen. You've got to be willing to forgive. That's what it's all about. Amen. If people treat you wrong, you've got to be willing to forgive. It is amazing that God put that honest and responsibility on those that think they got it together. Amen. See, God wants you to be the bigger of the crew. He wants you to be the one to say, I forgive you. He wants you. That's what he says. He says, you come to the altar to present your gift, and there you realize your brother's got all against you. He said, you go to him. My goodness. <laughs> what did the disciples say? Lord, increase my faith, right? <laughs> but that's the key. Amen. Is you want to be able to receive mercy the same way that you give mercy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 the Lord says, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep without or having no shepherd. Amen. Notice, when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Every time you walk into Walmart, you should be moved with compassion. Every time you're at the mall, you should be moved with compassion. Every time you are out in the schoolhouse, you should be moved with compassion because you are seeing people that is without a shepherd. You are seeing people that are hurting, that are going through things in their life. On your job, you should be moved with compassion to be willing, amen, to reach out to try to bring comfort and relief uh, to these people, amen. Hallelujah. Some people are in their circumstances, you know, we, we can say, you know, you know, they should do this or they should be doing that. But a lot of people have had some misfortunes. You know, 
a, a, a wife doesn't know or, if, when her husband is going to die. You know, it can be a surprise, and all of us, uh, not a surprise, but not to God, but it could be uh, uh, something that happens that they was not expecting. You know, a sickness can come in and wreak havoc. You know, I know of a lot of people, you know, uh, even some of my relatives. I, I remember one time, you know, my cousin's house burned down. They was not expecting that to happen. You know, she was at work. He was at work. They had an electric thing, you know, went off. And the whole house, by the time the fire department got there, you know, out in the country like that, their house was gone. I remember my sister and her husband lost their house. I mean, and it was just by the mercies of God that she was able to get in to, to get the baby out. You know, and I mean, the house just like that, it was gone. You know, and they lost everything. You know, and some people lose this stuff like this. And as a result, you know, is it, they're in this situation and circumstance. And so it's up to us to show some compassion. You know, to to begin to be merciful and to help them to be restored, amen, to the things of God, amen. We we, we never know when our turn in the bucket is going to be. And so, therefore, we've got to show because the same compassion and mercy that we show, amen, we should be showing it uh, to others, amen. So, because we never know when my turn in the bucket is. That's why Compassionate Services International uh, in our organization, amen, as soon as a disaster strikes somewhere, they immediately respond. They're trying to help relieve, amen, the suffering of people. When you give to missions, when Sister Miller talks about missions, as she's showing the pictures of some of the things and people, and you guys are giving the missions, what you're saying really is, I want to help alleviate the suffering. If we looked at missions through that lens that I'm trying to help people better themselves because God pulled me out of that darkness, God showed me the light, and so therefore I am trying to help someone else to be able to see the light, to be able to better themselves as well. We'll get a clearer picture of, of missions. And so God says, Blessed is the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Amen. And we've got some paths that we may wind up walking. Tribulations and trials and things may come our way. Amen. And so we have to be aware of these things. Go to Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7, verse 11. Luke chapter 7, verse 11. Huh? Seven <laughs> eleven. <laughs> hey, we get a big gulp. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Sister Sue. Seven <laughs> eleven. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Praise God. Everybody got you. Hey, we get a big gulp right now, right? Amen. Or is it? No, it's not a big gulp. What is it? Seven eleven. The frosty thing, right? Is the big gulp at seven? But it's kind of like a slushy, though, wasn't it? Okay. <laughs> In a big cup. Okay. <laughs> Praise God. For your time. <laughs> Verse 11. And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain, 
And many of his disciples went with him, and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not. And he came and touched the bear, and... Bar, brr, 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 beria, bar, bar, beer, bear, bar. Amen. And, and they that bore him stood still, and he said, Young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother. And there came a, amen. Notice, amen. He was moved with compassion. He had compassion on her. Amen. And it raised up her son and restored him again. Amen. He had mercy upon him. Jesus was always moved with compassion. Amen. He had a heart of compassion, a heart of of sympathy and empathy. Amen. Towards the people because he saw them as a sheep without a shepherd. And this is what we've got to realize in the mercifulness here. Amen. Jesus says, freely you have received, freely give. Amen. You want to give mercy the same way that he has given you mercy. David says in Psalms 23, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord Forever. Amen. Mercy is always there. You've got enough mercy. Amen. When God forgave you of your sin, to help the whole world. Amen. The more you give, the more he give to you. So keep on giving because his word is true. You can't beat God's giving no matter how hard you try. Amen. Be merciful. Amen. Because with the same way you show you will receive it again. Matthew fifteen thirty two. Matthew fifteen thirty two. Again, we see here Jesus said, "I have compassion on the multitude because they continue with me now three days and have nothing to eat. I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint in the way." Amen. Notice he had compassion. Amen. It could have, the disciples said, send them away. Let them go get something to eat. He says, no, I'm not going to do that. They will faint in the way. They've been walking out here and fasting for three days, and they'll faint in the way. Amen. So he had compassion on them. Amen. And, and we know this story. He took the two fish and the five loaves of bread, and he fed the multitude. Amen. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to take what we have and be willing to help alleviate, amen, the suffering that others is going through in their lives. Amen. Every time you talk with someone, you should send them away feeling better. Think about that. If you have compassion and mercy, you, when you talk to someone or you're around someone, you should send them away feeling better. They should not leave you feeling worse than what they did when they came to talk to you. Amen. They should feel good. They should be something that, like the two men on the road to a mess. Did not our hearts burn within us? Why, he opened the scripture to us and talked to us. 
Amen. That compassion, that mercy, amen, will cause you to, something to change within the side of you. Amen. We've got to get this attitude of Christ, amen, in our lives. Because this is what he desires of every one of us. In Jude, chapter, uh, verse 21 to 23, amen, notice what Jude says. Keep yourselves, Jude, New, New Testament, just for the book of Revelation. Verse 23, 21 and 23, because there's no chapter. It's only one little small letter. Jude, verse 21 and 23. And in your computer program, it might say Jude chapter 1, verse 21 and 20. Amen. But notice what Jude says. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Notice, look for the mercies. Look for those mercies, those compassionates, those opportunities that God gives you and I and me to be able to share mercy all the way to the end. Amen. If you keep yourself in the love of God, He will give you every opportunity to show mercy. He will give you every opportunity Amen. To show sympathy. He will show, give you every opportunity to show empathy to other people. All the way to the end. Because why? You are patterning your life after Him. Amen. There will be opportunities every day for you to listen to someone. To comfort someone. There will be a day every day. Amen. For you to reach out to help someone. Amen. You have to use wisdom, though, because in today's world, you see these guys standing out on the corner. Most of them are, you know, panhandling or whatever, you know. But you are to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. And He will show you these things. Amen. So Jude said, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercies of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Verse 22. And on some have compassion. Making a difference. Amen. You got to make a difference. Is it messing up? Slides. In our lives as well. And we do this by showing mercy. Amen. Praise God. Verse 23. Amen. Make a difference. Verse 23. You got it? That's okay. And others say with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Reach down to people. Don't be so high up that you're not willing to reach down. Amen. Get prejudice. Get anything that is not like Christ out of you. Did you know you could be white and God could put all kinds of black people in your way to see if you're going to show sympathy and empathy and compassion? 
And you could be black and he can put white or Hispanics in your pathway to see if you're going to show empathy and compassion. Amen. To people. Amen. Because you never know who's going to come back to give you the same mercy. Amen. You have to realize that. You know, Peter, when you look at Acts 10, you know, Peter didn't want to go to Cornelius' house, though, did he? You know, but when he got there, what did he say? I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, they that feareth him, amen, worketh righteousness through him and by him. Amen. We've got to realize, amen, we can't think like we used to think. Amen. God's family is totally different. God's ways are totally different than our ways. And so as a Christian, if we are going to grow, one of the things that's got to go is prejudice. you got to get it out of here. You know, not only black lives matter, but every life matter in God's eyes. Amen. And so you need to get that in your mindset these days. Amen. You can't think like the world thinks. Amen. You have to think like Christ. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. You've got to have the mind of Christ. And that's why these beatitudes are so essential and so important to you and I as children of God. We can't think like we used to think. We can't think like the ways of the world think. We're Christians. We're under the blood of Jesus. We're in a whole different family. Amen than the world is. Amen. But we are trying to have compassion on all people to pull them out of that darkness unto his marvelous light. So Jude is saying, amen, hating even their garments spotted by the flesh. Amen. When you see them in the the tattoo parlor or or whatever, you should have some compassion. Try to alleviate them, bring them out of that mess. Amen. You've got to have love of Christ. Amen. Some have compassion. Those that's gone astray. Those that are just out there. The backslider. Amen. You know, don't talk bad about them. Pray for them. Love them. Amen. Pull them back. You know, do everything you can to, to be kind and considerate and to help them to come back to the things of God. Amen. This is what God desires in you and I in every situation and circumstance. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24 through 26. Hopefully this is helping you get some attitude checks. Amen. This is what God desires. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24 through 26. And the servants of the Lord must not strive... But be gentle unto all men. Notice. You can't be harsh. You got to be gentle. Apt to teach. Patience. I think we we learned a little bit about patience a few weeks ago, didn't we? Amen. We got to learn that patience. Learn how to wait upon the Lord. In meekness. There we are back to meekness again. Instructing those that oppose themselves. If God, preventure or by chance, will give them repentance. There that word is again. To the acknowledge of the truth. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. 
who has taken them captive at his will. Amen. See, if I show some mercy and consideration and sympathy and stuff, you know, people can see that they need what you have. Amen. And that's the overall goal is to pull them out from the snares of Satan. Give them that opportunity to be able to see that, hey, I'm missing something here. And so therefore, amen, I got to get out where I'm at. Amen. I got to get out of the snares of the enemy. And so if we show compassion, if we show mercy, amen, to people, they can begin to see that they need to come out from them and be separate unto the Lord. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Verse 17. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 17. Wherefore in all things it behoove him to be made like unto his brethren. That he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God. To make reconciliation for the sins of the people. So God took on flesh to become just like you and I. Amen. So he could give us an example. Amen. To show he's a merciful and faithful high priest. Amen. And giving sins of people. And pulling them out of darkness. And bringing them into the marvelous light. Amen. We, we got to never forget where we came from. Amen. Remember where you were. Remember how God forgave you. Remember, amen, so that you too can show the same concept and circumstances to others. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 6. Ephesians 2, 1 through 6. And you have he quickened, who were dead in your trespasses and sins, wherein in times past... You walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation or our behavior and times past in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, have quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved, and have raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So what Paul is trying to get us to see here in this passage of Scripture is what I've been saying all along. Don't forget where you came from. You had your life was some part, some, I don't know about you, but I did. I had the same course. Amen. But God's love, God's mercy. Amen. He's the one that reached down and pulled me out of that mess and put my feet on the rock. He's the one, as Paul says, that put me in the ministry. Amen. When I was an injurer, when I was a drunkard, you know, doing all kinds of bad things. Amen. And, and blaspheming to the Lord and doing all kinds of craziness out there in the world. Amen. But God's mercy. Amen. He's the one that saved me. Amen. By His grace and mercy. And so, therefore, now... I got to realize the value of sharing this mercy to others. 
Blessed are the merciful. They're going to obtain more mercy. Amen. You never know. You never know. Keep that in mind. See, this is what God wants us to have this attitude like He is. Amen. Because He sees people as sheep without a shepherd. And so therefore He's chosen you and I to help alleviate, to bring them to a clearer understanding. You know, how many times have you heard people, you know, that receive uh, mercy and benevolence and things? Those people turn around and come to church. You know, not all of them do, but they don't forget it. And as a result of that, you are doing what God has asked you to do. You're showing mercy, and you're going to obtain mercy. Amen. This is what He desires and all of us. Don't ever forget where we came from. Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18, verse 23. Wow. 23 through 35. This parable Jesus told. Therefore, Matthew 18, 23 through 35. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven. Everybody going to heaven? Everybody's hope is heaven, right? Amen. Kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink, but is righteous, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, right? Amen. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one of us, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. My, my, my. A lot of guilt there, huh? But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and his children and all that he had and payment be made. Think about that. Everything. God's, you know, sell everything. Family, children, everything he got. Make it, get my money. Think about that. The servant, therefore, fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence, about 15 bucks. And he said, and he laid hands on him. That was not to receive the Holy Ghost. He laid hands on him (laughs) and took him by the throat, saying, pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry. And came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord 
After that, he had called him, said to him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desirest me. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from the heart forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. Think about that. He was forgiven, but he was not willing to forgive. Amen. He didn't have compassion on the guy. This is what the Lord is trying to get us to see. I forgave you all that sin. I forgave you of all the wrongs that you were doing, and now you can't show a little bit of compassion on someone else. Amen. You've got to realize, Jesus won't forgive you if you don't forgive others. Amen. He forgave us of all the junk. I know for me, you know, how much he forgave me. And that's why I don't beat people up anymore. That's why I don't, you know, because I never know. I want to show empathy. I want to show sympathy and compassion because I want to pull them out of darkness to the marvelous light. I want to give what he's given to me. Freely I receive. Freely I want to give. First Peter 3, 8 and 9. First Peter 3, 8 and 9. First Peter chapter 3, verse 8 and verse 9. Peter says, Finally, be ye all of one mind. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Have the mind of Christ here. Be finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love. As brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing, knowing that ye are there to call that you should inherit a blessing. So Peter says, have the mind of Christ, be of the same mind, have compassion, make a difference on others. Amen. Make a difference, be of the same mind, keep the unity of the body. Build the family of God. We're all in the same family. Amen. Be compassionate. Amen. And your church family as well. Praise God. Romans twelve sixteen. Be of the same mind one towards another. Mind not high things, but condense the men of Lord's estate. Be not wise in your own self. Amen. Don't think you got it all together. You One day you may need mercy. Amen. Praise God. And if you haven't given... You probably ain't going to receive it. If you don't put money in the bank, don't expect to get any interest. You know, the same way. If we're not putting anything in heaven, don't expect to get anything out of heaven. Uh, So the more you give, the more he'll give to you. So keep on giving because his words is true. We cannot, amen, out give God. 
we got to have a heart of tenderness. And the last time I checked, Jesus says, I want to take that old heart, that old stony heart, and I want to give you a heart of flesh. Amen. I want you to have some compassion. I want you to be able to feel what I'm feeling. Amen. Every Christian should feel what Christ felt about people and the things of God. Amen. We should be moved constantly with compassion. Our hearts should be tender. Amen. Don't get, let your hearts be hardened. Amen. Because God wants to get through to you. He's chose you for a purpose and for a reason. Amen. Our bowels of mercy should be yearning continually. Amen. For the lost and for people. Amen. That are hurting and suffering. Amen. Don't get caught up in the politics and all this stuff because it will harden your heart. Amen. But let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Peter said, be courteous. Learn how to be friendly minded. Amen. Come on. Let's cultivate this thing in our lives. Let's have a humble mind. Let's go back down to the first block. Be humble. Keep a repentant spirit. Amen. Keep meekness in your life. Keep, amen, hungering and thirsting for the right things. Amen. That's what it's all about. Because when I'm hungry and thirst for righteousness, I'm going to be filled. And if I'm filled with righteousness, I'm going to have compassion. I'm going to have com- empathy and sympathy and concern for the lost. This is what God desires of us. Amen. Praise God. Notice what James says again in James 2, verse 14 through 17. Amen. Hopefully you're getting some word to hide in your heart for the week. Amen. James chapter 2, verse 14 through 17. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say to them, Depart in peace, but ye warm, be ye warm and filled, notwithstanding you give them those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? You, know, you ain't did anything. You know, it's what he's saying. Even so, faith, if it has not works, is dead. You know, if I say I believe in Christ, but yet I don't have any compassion, don't work that way. Amen. If I don't have any sympathy, it doesn't work that way. See, we have to realize this. Be willing to show, amen, the mind, the feelings, the compassion, amen. You know, throughout the scriptures, and I'm going to finish here, amen. But notice, be ye merciful, amen. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. You know, as I said earlier, Jesus, throughout the scriptures, is trying to show us patterns. The woman caught in adultery, you know, he had compassion. The man in John 5 at the pool of Bethesda, he had compassion. Amen. The guy had been in his sins for 38 years. He had compassion. He came to the tomb of Lazarus, you know, he had compassion. Amen. On these. Throughout scriptures, Jesus' parables and teachings is to try to show us to have that same mercy and compassion towards other people. Amen. Don't judge people. Amen. You know, because 
when you judge what happens, you're going to be judged. Amen. Jesus wants us to show compassion. Granted, yes, there is a difference between right and wrong. You know, as I always says, I, I'm not a judge. I'm a fruit inspector. Okay. And so, you know, you will know them by their fruit, you know. But at the same time, I still have to have compassion and love and sympathy and empathy, amen, towards people all the time. Amen. Because God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. And so with that said, amen, let's continue to show mercy. Amen. And we will receive mercy. Amen. As well. And so follow the chart because we are growing. We are growing. Amen. And we're the temple of truth. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so when you look at that across the top, it says the temple of truth. That's you. These things should be being developed inside of every one of us. Amen. Because we are the temple of the Holy Ghost and we are the temple of truth. Amen.